Well, what is up, everybody? Home after a weekend in Dallas. So putting this bad boy out a little later today. Mm, what a good weekend. That was a weird noise to have in your ear, I'm sure. Me going, mmm. Not something anybody needs to hear. I'm so sorry that we opened with that. And then I just burped in my mouth. Oh my God, I should stop and start over. So good to be home. You know, I was home for a month and a half. And I just feel lucky that this was the first weekend away after a month and a half because I was dreading it. But I got to spend the weekend with a couple of my buddies from college. Tim Murphy, Jeff Haig, and that did the mind and spirit well. Sing it. Come on. I'm telling you guys, and I said it before, but there's something about old friends. You have a bond with them. They know you in ways that nobody you met in your later in life could, you know? So it was great seeing those guys. <laughs> you know, I like being reminded of stories and dumb shit that I did when I was in college. I tried to get Jeff to, I was going to ask Jeff to um do the podcast with me because Jeff actually listens to the podcast, but uh, Sunday kind of got up against us there and I didn't want him to be late to going to see his family and shit. But next time, Hog, yeah, his, name's, his nickname's Hog, not because of anything gross, but you know, Hag, Hog. I'll tell you something else. A little disenchanted. And I have a shit ton of good music. But that my shuffle just plays the same fucking 25 albums. Oh, it's really been bothering me. But uh, we're starting it up again. We'll start the shuffle. First song. See what happens. I'm going to finish the stud story from a couple weeks ago, everybody. How about that? This is Casey Musgraves. Cup of tea. I'm a big Casey Musgraves fan, by the way. Okay. So, the stud story from a couple weeks ago. You ready? I think I got to the front gate of the studio. You didn't think I'd remember, did you? (laughs) By the way, my friend Jeff this weekend did a great impersonation of me from the podcast. He did his impersonation of me forgetting what I was saying. Oh, it was super funny. He kept going, wait a minute. What was I talking about? Shit, I don't remember what I was talking about. Yeah, and then I can never get back, but now I do remember. Studs. All right. So, and by the way, guys, I show up on my moped. I told you I was driving a moped, right? I did tell you that part of the story and that my moped sounded like a Harley. Did I leave that part of the story out? Yeah, my only means of transportation at that point in time was a moped. And a moped that sounded like that. And you guys, I've told this story before, but like, I used to entertain at children's parties, right? When I had the, um, when I had the, uh, moped. So, because the muffler was fucked up. And, uh, I've told this story before. Right? About going to the, <laughs> having to, put my costumes on because they never let you show up to the parties and get changed there. You had to show up in costume. 
So I had to ride in costume on my moped. You know, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on a moped is going to get a little bit of attention. It was brutal. Oh, people... The, the shit they said out the windows was super funny. But I'll tell you what. Going to a party dressed as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is not good. Because it's not like Peter Pan. Where they're like, do something magical, do something magical. Uh, sprinkle Paradise, where's Tinkerbell? You know what I mean? When you're... When you're person who's entertaining the party when their character is a fighter the kids do a lot of kicking and punching and since you got that stupid ass helmet on you can't see shit so I got hit in the nuts more times just at those parties because that's where they're swinging from you know they're swinging from down below and uh, yeah it was never it was not um, not great um but I'll tell you something. <laughs> it was entertaining as shit. Oh, I like this. This is actually my favorite Black Crow song. It's called Cursed Diamond. I went to one party. Oh, these kids were kicking the shit out of me. But I I also went as... um. I used to go as a clown, as Jokey the Clown. And um, oh, just as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the worst... I keep going back to that. They just kick you in the leg and, you know, swing at your nuts. And then the parents are like, huh, that's not funny to me. Timmy's being so funny. And you're like, well, Timmy's actually hitting me in the nuts. So if you could maybe be a little more strict about the no nut hitting. Cursed Diamond by Black Crows. Oh, his voice in some of these songs. Chris Robinson's voice in Sometimes Salvation. And this song, too. I lose my brain. Um, but I used to dress up as Jokey the Clown. And, uh, you know, you have 50 extra dollars per party if you could make balloon animals. So the guy was like, can you make balloon animals? You make $50 extra a party. I'm like, yeah, I can make balloon animals. So I made a lot of sticks. I made a lot of swords. But they didn't have like any handles. They were just, I made worms. And then I would just twist a lot of balloons together and I would be like, it's a cowbird. And the people are like, yay, cowbird. You know what I mean? I would just twist it and whatever it looked like. I'm like, it's an atom, but it has a cattail. And you're like, oh my God. So, um, and then there was one party where the mom brought me upstairs to give me my tip, if you know what I'm talking about. She was getting drunker and drunker during the party. And I'm on my moped, so I can't, you know, I can't, uh, I can't drink. And I don't have any clothes to change into because that's not what, if you bring them, you have to drive somewhere and change somewhere else because you can't change at the house. They don't want to see you in or out, not in character. So I was Jokey the Clown. And um, she was drinking all day. And I made her kid a worm. And this was like an hour in. I'm giving people balloons. And I'm like, here's a worm. Here's your worm. And she was like, she goes, the kid walks away. She goes, you're just giving people your worm, are you? And I was like, well, it's not my worm, but it's a worm. And she was like, maybe I'll get a worm later. And I was like, okay. Well, 
Maybe you will. You know, maybe an hour after that. Party probably went three hours. An hour after that, she I just there was a little there was a hand on Jokey the Clown's ass. And it was bigger than a child's hand. Turn around, there she was. Just checking on the worm. She was getting drunker and drunker. And then, you know, the kids were done, and I had scared the shit out of one kid by accident just by being a clown. Kids started crying and shaking. I wasn't allowed to go on one side of the house or in the backyard, I mean. And um, she goes, hey, come inside. Let me give you pay you and give you your tip. And um, she gave Jokey the Clown a blowjob upstairs and a tip. So it was like a double tip. Plus, it was a great pay. It was a good day for Jokey the Clown. I had a good day. But uh, so I pull up on my moped. He's a baby. Um, so I think I remember all three. And the guy. Okay. So, okay, so I said, okay, 27 times. I'm really sorry. I walk in the room, the studs room. I park my moped, and I walk in because I think I'm on a TV show, right? Because my agent told me you're on a TV show, man, called Studs. And and then guess what? It was a game show. By the way, I tried to Google me on Studs. It's not on YouTube. I I think I'm the only person with the tape left. And it's a room full of dudes, and then you got to, it's like an audition to be on the game show, you know? Anyways, I make it through, lucky me, and uh, I have to go on three dates. I remember the name of one of the girls, a girl, Christine was the girl that I ended up, anyways. So, and I don't want to go into too much detail about who her dad is, just in case anyone will figure out who she is. So... But he was a Hollywood dude. And um, then there was a a like um, blonde girl who, when, when I picked her up on my... Actually, I borrowed my buddy's Ford Taurus for this date because it was too far away. When I picked it up, she the first thing she said to me was, you're the first white dude I've ever gone out with. And I was like, okay. That was the uh, first date. We... I was so confused fashion-wise at the time. I had my ponytail and my black motorcycle jacket, but I also was tucking button-down shirts into my jeans that had a belt tight. Um, probably acid washy. With some weird-ass shoes. That was the look I went on that first date, and she talked about it on the show how she was a little confused by my fashion choice. And looking back on it, me too. Uh, guys, Dirk Bentley, what the hell did I say? Got a couple of little country songs. Um, so the second girl, I forget what her deal was. Hispanic girl, but I forget what we did. The first girl, we went just out to dinner and like a sports bar, maybe play pool or something like that. The third girl, Christine. And Christine, I really liked. And I picked her. I didn't, couldn't use my buddy's car. So I pick her up on the moped. And she was such a good sport. Such a good sport, man. And I took her for a picnic out of Griffith Park at night. I didn't. I was like, I'm going to make it a little different. Jeans. I said, be casual. Jeans and t-shirt. Let's just fuck around. And 
we had a good time. Maybe we, we drank a little booze. Maybe I got back on my moped, which I shouldn't have. But um, this was that time when I was driving. I was Sunset and Vine. And guys, I've gone all night on this moped trying to convince this beautiful girl that it's cool that we're on a moped on our studs date. And it's going well. I'm like, this is the girl I'm for sure picking, right? We pull up the uh, light at Vine and Sunset. And a car pulls up next to me. And I finally gotten her past the point of being self-conscious about being on a moped. Dude just rolls down his window. Boo! Automatic window in a Mercedes. Looking right at her. Didn't even look at me. Never looked at me. And just said, damn, baby. You know you're on the back of a moped. And just sped off. Oh, my God. And you know what she did? She just laughed. I couldn't believe it. She just laughed. She was like, that's funny. I go, yeah, it was funny. She was, And then she said, you want to go back to my place? And I was like, even after the moped comment? She said, especially after the moped comment. We go back to her place, have some more cocktails, do a little, well, you know what? I spent a little, like, uh, little time there just so I could sleep it off, get on my moped, drive back. By the way, later, at a later date, my moped was stolen from outside of her apartment. This is the girl who called me the next... We weren't supposed to talk after your date. You're not supposed to talk. Not until you get on the show. You're not supposed to know information about each other, right? She calls me Sunday night, the next the next night. She goes, I got to talk to you. I go, we're not supposed to talk. She goes, yeah, we're not going to talk. And she said, uh, but I got to talk to you. I said, what's up? And she said... Uh, <laughs> she said... <laughs> I was at church today because her dad came over early to pick her up for church. And she was like, I was kind of awake, half awake, half asleep when I, when he woke me up, you know. And I just kind of threw a dress on, got in the car. And but when I was getting to the, the church, I could feel a little, uh, I could feel a little, you know, not so fresh, a little swampy. And I was like, oh, you know, it's California. I go, I go. So she goes, but not like normal swampy. Like, weird, weird feeling. And I was like, huh. And I was thinking about it. I was like, what did we do last night? That Nothing crazy, man. So she goes, yeah, I went into the bathroom just to kind of see what was going on. And she said, let me ask you a question. Were you chewing gum last night? And I said, what? This is Sir Roosevelt. Nothing going to stop us. Um, so I go, what? And she goes, were you chewing gum last night? I go, yeah, probably. She said, yeah, it was in my pubes. I guess when I had gone downtown, and you know like when you go to bed and you're a kid and you put your gum on the, on the post bed, the bed post, so you can have it tomorrow morning? I guess that's kind of what I did. I just forgot to pick it up on my way out. <laughs> I'm so sorry for everybody who had to listen to that. But Christine, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. And I would never say, you know, I don't want anyone to put the pieces together, but because you're probably happily married with... A fantastic family or whatever it is you were dreaming of you're fan- she was great anyway so we go on the show the guy i'm up against is this handsome uh, middle eastern dude named farhad long hair long thin rock and roll hair not thin as in thinning but like straight and i got this crazy jufro with a bad ponytail and some bangs and i get on there dude's dressed cool he was a mathematician for ucla and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get hammered. So the two girls, the one girl who I showed up who was confused about my fashion 
and the other girl, neither one of them wanted a thing to do with me. I mean, they 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 thought I was doo doo stew, right? And uh, but Christine held tight, and I answered more questions right than Farhad. I forget how the way the way the game went, but I got more hearts or something. And it was up to Christine about who she was going to pick, me or Farhad, because we both picked her. Neither one of us picked the other two girls, even though the other two girls both picked Farhad. And Christine came big. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to take her on this great, you know, they were like the prize because I get to say, what's your ideal date? And I, I mentioned what it was, but I don't remember what it was. They don't send you on your ideal date. You know what? They just gave you 500 bucks, 250 for her, 250 for me. And if you wanted to spend it on the date, you could. If not, you just kept it. We just kept the money. But we dated for a little while, she and I. She was really fun. I'm going to try to find her. How about that? Try to find her and I'll have her on the podcast and see if she remembers. She remembers. How could you not remember that? I wonder if I could track her down. Maybe I need to hire Magnum P.I. God, being a P.I., you got nothing could be more different than the PIs on TV than the PIs in real life. What what do I know? I don't know shit. <laughs> Anyways, what a great weekend this weekend I had um, in Dallas. I was really nervous performing this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. I was nervous because, um, well... I hadn't really performed in six weeks, but you know what I really figured out this weekend is that I'm a better hour comic than I am a 15 minute comic. I'm better, I'm more comfortable. Um, my material works better all together all at once. You know, lifting those 15 minute bits out and doing them in town. I don't know how well they work. They definitely don't work as well. Oh, the Beatles, Revolution number nine. I don't think I've ever done this before, but I'm passing right through number nine. I can't do it. I'm sorry, everybody. It's not. We'll have to hit shuffle again, but I just can't do it. Okay. Kids, Tribe Call Quest. Um, So... Yeah, what a great weekend, man. I worked with a kid, a feature, who was fantastic, by the way. But I learned this weekend a lot about myself also. And also, let me just, a little addendum to the road, the 15 minute in the hour. I definitely put more pressure on myself performing in town. I definitely do. I rush my jokes. I'm not as relaxed. I'm not as conversational. You know? And, and I learn... I'm learning more. You know, sometimes, man, and uh, you guys, for those of you who have seen me on stage, I don't know if it comes across, but there are some nights where I'm super insecure about my material and me as a performer and in how I'm standing and, 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 and is this stupid? Like, sometimes I just catch one person's face and I'm like, this joke is so dumb. Like, what am I talking about here? And I really beat myself up on, like, subject matter or I should be talking about more social issues. I really beat myself up a bunch. And the weird thing is I think that's kind of what keeps me going. I think if I was like, I'm great. 
My material, if I was always like that, my material is great. I'm great. I don't think, I don't know what would happen. This Sunday night show in Dallas was the smallest show. Might have been my favorite one of the weekend, though. It was so good. It, it, you know, but that's what I go back to be. It was relaxed. It was the smallest show of the weekend. So I was totally relaxed. Oh, I was on stage. And a moth flew out from behind me. I jazz handed on stage. Jazz hands, for real jazz hands. Jazz hands and a little, you know, Bruno Mars backup dancers do that little slide to the side. So I was like a Bruno Mars backup dancer with jazz hands. It was embarrassing as shit. But what a great weekend of shows. Again, being able to hang with my friends from college. And I actually feel guilty, like... I think out of all of, I just don't feel like I've done the best job keeping up. I really did try to make a, a little bit of a promise with myself to take time to be a better friend. Uh, because, you know, I've caught myself in the last couple of years sometimes getting too wrapped up in where I want to be instead of just like, you know, living a little bit in the moment and know what's important and spending time with friends and family and all that shit is super important. You know, because I just go back to all the m stories we told this weekend and those memories are so precious. And then you get to a certain time in your life where you stop making memories. Isn't that the crazy thing? When you talk to your old friends, you know, high school and college, see you, buddy, love you. When you weren't too worried about responsibility in life, you were just wor worried about having fun. And you made memories. And that's why when you look back at those times of your life, they were amazing. Because you made memories. Like, you can still be a responsible adult, but we got to stop. You can start making memories, man. You can't spend every day worried about what's not happening in the country or or worried about like what's gonna you know what I mean like not every single day you you also have to live your life and make some memories I, I had stopped doing that Coca-Cola the clash um I was so happy to see Beth today too Jakey picked me up at the airport and then but quick turnaround what is it Monday I got home at Monday at six it's when I landed we get delayed for a long time and uh, oh, the dude on the plane was farting like it, it was like he had rotten lettuce. Like if you know, if you open a plastic bag and the salad's gone bad, you're like, God damn. It, it was like he was farting rotten lettuce. It was not good. It was it, it almost ruined my flight, except I watched um. What did I watch? I don't really remember. <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. How do I not remember what I watched? Yeah, Hog, if you're listening right now, this is what's happening right now. It's, ha it's happening right now that I, I uh, completely forgot. Oh, and I told the story th on stage for the f about um, the cluster headache and the weed and getting stuck on... Uh, Ventura Boulevard with uh, a drug bust and I think it went alright I think it went alright I'm bummed I didn't go to Taco Cabana when I was in Dallas because that is the fucking best of the best oh, Taco Cabana with that queso 
I take Taco Cabana, which is all not really fast food. It's a step above Taco Bell. But I take Taco Cabana over any fast food-ish Mexican restaurant. Don't at me. It's not even close, though. Now, this next song, if you aren't listening to Future, I would. Just use me. Um, I, I have to tell you, like, Future and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, like, I really like this. At, dude, by the way, fuck, Atmosphere is so good, everybody. So good. Anyways, Home, I'm super exhausted if you can't tell. I don't know if I'm going to make this a full half an hour because I'm just wiped out. been a long day. Just wanted to get one out to you real quick. I'll drop another one on Thursday with Jessamay Peluso from New York. I'm in uh, Seneca Casino on upstate, like up near Niagara Falls on Thursday. And then I'm in West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma, Cherokee Casino on Saturday. I'm getting out of here, guys. It's time for me to get a little rest and spend a little time with Beth. She's so pretty. Outkick my coverage, motherfuckers. I'm not fucking that up. We'll talk to you soon. Later.